Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Friday morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's take our Bible today and go to the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians chapter number 5. Ephesians chapter 5, and we'll begin reading in verse number 18. Ephesians 5 and verse 18, the Bible tells us, And be not drunk with wine, for in its excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speak unto yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Now today, from these verses, and we'll be dealing all with down through verse number 32, with these verses in this chapter of Ephesians 5, we'll be looking at the Christian home and the importance of the Christian home. May I say, friend, the home is the most important unit of life. It is the first unit that was ordained by God. There in the Garden of Eden, God performed the first marriage uh, and said, man shall leave his father and mother, shall cleave to his wife. And so it's, it was ordained at, uh, of God. The home is ordained of God. Marriage is between one man and one woman. Uh, and so a nation, our nation is made up of homes. And may I say the spiritual climate of a church is determined by its homes. And so this tells us here how important uh, the home is. Oh, in this hour, uh, there's so many homes that are in trouble. Uh, that's why our nation is in trouble. Uh, that's why, uh, may I say, friend, it's a, it's a greater threat than communism. Used to, communism was a, a great threat. When our homes get in trouble, that's a worse threat, uh, than communism. Well, may I hasten to say, not only do we have this important unit of life, but there's a thrilling, uh, contrast. A Christian home is a place where there is dedication instead of divorce. Amen. I like that. The Christian home is a place where faith is instead of fighting, harmony instead of hatred, uh, the Bible instead of a battle. And today, let's just, for the minutes that we have, look at some truths regarding the Christian home and uh, Maybe God would help us to apply these truths to our life. And there's, if, if there's areas in our home that need repairing, uh, I'm glad that the Lord's able to help us to get those uh, repaired uh, and fixed, that we can have a home that would glorify and magnify and exalt the Lord Jesus Christ, that it would be a testimony in our communities and in our, in our nation, our cities and nations, to the glory of God. So, uh, first of all, may I say that a Christian home is a place where the Lord reigns. Hey, you can't have a Christian home if Christ is not in the home. Uh, here we have the need of knowing Christ. Let me ask you a question today, friend. Do you know him savingly? Do you, I'm not talking about hearing about him in Bible school and all this and uh, Sunday school, but do you have a, a saving relationship? Do you have that uh, intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Has there been a time in your life when you saw yourself a sinner, 
You saw him as the Savior of sinners, and you came to him and believed on him savingly. Hey, friend, that's, that's, a, that's a Christian home, and that's what it means to know Christ. You see, I knew about him in my head. I had a, a head knowledge. I had a, a mental knowledge and a, a sent to the Lord Jesus. But one day I met him personally, savingly, and I got to know him in my heart. And so here we have the need. There's the need of knowing Jesus Christ. And you see, you can't have a Christian home without Christ. It just don't work for you. And you, you may... You may have a religious home, and you may have a well-ordered home, and all those are good. Uh, my friend, a Christian home is where Christ is, where the Lord reigns in that home. Uh, it's, it's not a formula, but a faithful friend. The Bible said, I found a friend that's closer than a brother. Amen. He, and so it's not just some uh special formula that you go through. But I think it's in a person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And and so we find that this is evidence of fullness of the Spirit. Now remember here, I read in these verses, uh, starting with verse 18, it said, Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. The word filled there means to be controlled by, uh, guided and directed by so a Christian home, my friend, and here as we look at these verses, you, you'll find that uh, being filled with the Spirit, and then there's the evidences of being filled with the Spirit, and it is amazing uh, that verses uh, 21 and following, 22 and following, talk about the home. So here, if, if, if you are filled with the Spirit, your companion filled with the Spirit, then there will be the evidence of that filling of the Spirit in these verses here. Uh, it involves submission and so on. So see, here we find that Christ is the unseen head of the home. Yes, friend, he is to be the head of the home. So a Christian home is a place where the Lord reigns. I want to ask you again, is he Lord in your home? Do you have a place for the Lord in your home? Uh, do you know him savingly? I trust that you do. So number one, a Christian home is a place where the Lord reigns. He's he is the one that's calling the shots. He's the one that's running the show. Yes, for he is Lord of the home. Next of all, we find that Christian home is a place where love reigns. Now, this love is a two-way uh, love arrangement. Look at verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Here, here we find that there is a loving submission. I'm convinced of this. When the husband takes his place, as the willing leader, uh, the spiritual leader, the loving leader of the home, then the wife will lovingly submit to his uh, a place of authority in the home. So it, this is a two-way. Uh, you say we always want it our way, but no, friend, a Christian home is a place where love reigns, uh, and that will be the loving submission of the wife, there will be the loving leadership of the husband and not be bitter toward them. He said, uh, for the husband, 
is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church and the Savior of the body. Verse 25, he says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So that's the kind of love that the husband is to have for his wife. The kind of love that uh, it's a sacrificial love, a leading love, like Christ had for the church. Now just think of uh, the love that Christ had for the church. And that's a, what a challenge to our husbands in this hour. We, we like verse 22, but I tell you, you can't have verse 22 without verse 25. Here he talks about a loving leadership, love, and the husband to love their wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. I'm talking about a Christian home. Yes, it's, it's the place where the Lord reigns. It's a place where love reigns. Uh, you see, some Christians have homes that are just the opposite of that. It's, a, it's an endurance contest. Uh, how how much can we put up with each other and endure each other? Hey, that's not a Christian home. That should not be in a Christian home. It's where love reigns, and uh, or some. It's where they both just put up with one another. You know, we we don't believe in divorce. We blah blah blah. All, all this. Hey, they just are just putting up with one another. Hey, that ought not to be. That'll not be uh, in a Christian home. That'll not be in a home where. The husband is the loving leader. They'll not be in the home where the wife uh, is lovingly submitted uh, to her husband. No, friend. Here we find uh, uh, he talks about how Christ loved the church. It, it, it was, it's a, a love that's deep in the heart. It's a sacrificial love. It's a love that is often expressed. You see, you ought to read 1 Corinthians 13, and, and there where it says, Charity suffers long, and the word charity, uh, just to uh, uh, amplify that and use the word marital love. Marital love suffers long. Marital love is kind and so on. So read 1 Corinthians 13 and use that phrase there uh, where the word charity is, the love. Hey, I'm talking about a Christian home, a home that will be a testimony in the community, a home uh, that will be a light in the community, a home, my friend, where the Lord reigns, where love reigns, and and my friend will have a godly influence uh, on this ungodly age in which we're living. And then we find thirdly uh, that a Christian home is a place where the Bible reigns, where the Bible is a part of that family. In Psalms 119, we find here, in fact, that's the longest of the Psalms. Psalms 119, here we find this, the Bible is the Lord's way of cleansing. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? How? By taking heed to the word of God. He said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So when the word of God, the Bible, God's inspired, infallible, inerrant, indestructible word, when the word of God has its rightful place in the home, then, my friend, that would be a Christian home. You see, uh, you can't have a clean home uh, without the Bible. Here, Ephesians, look at uh, chapter 5 and verse 26 and 27. Uh, well, let me read verse 25. Husbands, 
Love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That, and uh, verse 27, that he might present it unto himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it might be holy and without blemish. So there's the washing of the water by the word. You can't have a clean home where the Bible, where you see attendance at church uh, services should be a family matter. You don't send your children to church. You take them and stay there with them. Amen. That's that's a Christian home. Uh, and then in the book of uh, the book of Deuteronomy 6, there we find that God gives instruction uh, to Moses regarding the home, how, how that the Word of God is to be uh, preeminent in the home. Let me ask you, Dad, let me ask you, Mom and Dad, do you have time to read the Bible to your children? Uh, do you have family devotion? How in the world are they going to know the Word of God if you don't instruct them? We have that, we have, my friend, we have that obligation to teach them the Word of God in this hour. I'm talking about a Christian home. It's where the Lord reigns, uh, where the love reigns, and, and where the Bible reigns, where the Bible has a vital part. You see, my friend, the Bible is God's blueprint for the family. The Bible is God's roadmap to heaven. May God help us to get in the Bible and read the Bible, study the Bible. And may I say your respect for the Bible is measured by your respect for God. And may I say today, thank God for his word to guide us in this hour. So here, my friend, we have the, the call to dedication in the home life. A family altar will alter your home. And so may the Lord help us to build strong homes which in, in God's way, following God's blueprint, the precious, holy Word of God. Well, our time's gone. May the Lord bless you. Till next week, in Jesus' name, amen.